acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for being here, making your presence known. And I thank you and praise you, Lord, that you would just touch our hearts, that your presence would be tangible, and that even that, as I, I tell what happened, that it would become real to those who are listening. We love you and praise you. So good to us. Thank you, Jesus. And so before I tell you about heaven, I have to tell you that um, actually I was in heaven two years ago, and before that I was corrected. Um, Jesus was showing me that because I wasn't doing as well, that I could be going to hell if I didn't fix things. And um, he had asked me to minister for him, like I'm doing now. And I quit and I gave up. And um, I just kind of went on my own little vacation. It just seemed easier. There wasn't any pressure to just, you know, live life without doing his work. Because with his work comes pressure from the enemy. He tries to get you to quit and give up. And so anyway, I don't have any really valid excuses, but I betrayed him and he was showing me that and how he felt and asking me to, I, I ask him always to correct me because I don't want to stand before him that day and hear him say, away from me, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. And so correct me, Lord, just keep correcting me. That's my prayer daily. Just correct me. I know it's not always going to feel so wonderful, but all in all, it's a good thing. So anyway, I got back on my horse and I was doing what he told me to do. And it, it continued to be where I had to resist the enemy. And um, when he knows more than you do, then that resistance is a lot harder. And so anyway, Jesus got me to where I am now, and that day he got me um, obviously to the place where I needed to be. Before that, he was telling me I was like the five foolish virgins, and they were knocking at the door, Lord, Lord, and he said, I'm not acquainted with you, acquainted with you. and they were saying, Lord, Lord, let me in. And so that door, I guess, kind of stuck out in my mind, and I saw that door, all of a sudden, I was in heaven, and everything was blue, of course. God loves blue, obviously. And there was this giant door, this gigantic door. And actually, I don't remember seeing a building. It was just a door. And I realized I was in heaven, and I was really excited, and there was a man holding the door open for me. And I just want to say everything was like a blue, a blue hazy color. And um, the, the floor or the ground or whatever it was, was like kind of smoky blue. And I could only see parts of people. Nothing was definite. So the, the first man, I, I don't even know that I saw him was like a figure. Um, and he was opening the door for me, welcoming me in. And then there was a second man who checked to see if my name was in the book of life. I just knew that. That's what he was checking. And so um, 
it was in there because then he, he, I got to go through and someone was ushering me um, through, through the kingdom of heaven. And there was this giggling and this chattering going on. And it was like little children playing. And and um, I don't know, I just thought like they had rollers in their hair. Like when my mom um, was around, she put rollers in her hair. I don't know that we do that anymore these days. Uh, at least I don't know anyone who does. But anyway, it was all this excitement because they were getting ready to meet Jesus. And they were chanting, you know, and um, it's just so like lighthearted and and the atmosphere I, I can't describe it. it was um like a fairy tale and I felt like a princess and especially when I saw my dress there were these like three dresses hanging from the sky I mean there was no end to anything and um I don't know if I told you the man that checked me into the book of life I could see like his knee and his foot and all the chattering, all the people that were there, I could hear them, but I couldn't see them like exactly. Nothing was definite. I mean, I could sort of see them, but maybe like a few silhouettes. I don't know how to explain it. But they were blue. Everything was blue. Yeah. So like everything was blue and it was like a fairy tale and I felt like a princess. And of course, I didn't want it to, to end. And I just... It was beautiful. And then I woke up. I woke up in bed and I was so disappointed. And I was like, Lord, I need more. I need more. And I ran and got my computer and typed everything out that happened. And then I lay down and tried to go back to sleep, but it wasn't happening. So I got up and I went in my my office, my, my place where I got my coffee and couldn't, couldn't wait to actually get in to my little room where I spend my time with Jesus and um, my office. And I, I heard him say, sit at the end of the desk. And I usually sit in the middle, you know, and then you're in the middle of your desk. And he asked me to sit at the end and I could see outside. And all of a sudden I was sitting at the banquet table with Jesus. I was on, he was right in front of me. And yeah, he, he's beautiful. The love that he he gives out is so, I don't know. It's like you just want more and more. You can't get enough. He's so kind. And, and I knew he was thinking, you know, um, how much he loved me. And I, I felt like the most beautiful person ever. He made me feel so beautiful and so so important and it was amazing I can stop looking at him and he was almost like he couldn't stop looking at me like he loved me as much as I was feeling his love for me and of course yeah I, I felt absolutely beautiful and it was like he he pulled someone out of me I didn't recognize that I, I didn't know before so it was like I was maybe who I was supposed to be. And, um, yeah, it, it was so beautiful. And then um, I wondered about my dress as we were, like, kind of reminiscing about 
what I went through to get there. And he was proud of me. I, I was telling you that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. And um, I was super afraid that I was going to be going to hell. And so he was reassuring me and everything was all good. And I think he put that thought in my mind about the dress. I don't think I thought of that on my own. Anyway, all of a sudden I did. I, I, I could see... Um, I could see me from the right side and I saw myself in that dress and my hair was all done up and the neckline. It was like he showed me the neckline of the dress. And I think it's because I, um, before I worked for him, I liked creating clothes and yeah. So it was like he was showing me how beautiful it was. And um, so then, you know, I guess I thought I was the only one there because he just kept looking at me and I kept looking at him and and we were actually we didn't talk with our mouths. It was just like when you pray and you can hear him and he of course could hear me and and it was just like that. And then all of a sudden he looked away and it was the first time I noticed that I wasn't the only one there. And that I was sitting at the banquet table that he talks about. In, in the word, and um, it was really sparse. There was hardly anyone there, and everything was blue. Jesus wasn't, he was just like in real life color, and um, he had brown eyes and, you know, the kind of hair that we're, we're used to seeing him in, kind of longish, and um, he, he kind of tilted his head to the side a few times, and and just, you know, showing, I think, some emotion that I didn't notice till I got back home. But at the moment, um, it was just like enthralling. I can't even explain how wonderful it felt to sit there. But yeah, he looked away and that's the first time I noticed we weren't alone. And next to me, was another person that was a girl. She she was in living color and actually just like extremely beautiful. Like she didn't look human. And um she wouldn't she didn't look at me. She it's not that she wouldn't look at me. It's like she didn't know notice me. And actually all those other people, but because I could see her clearly they were just like mesmerized by Jesus. Nobody took their eyes off of him. And I did for that second as I looked, and it was almost like he was showing me. And then I just want to tell you, um, just take a little break here. My little sister, um, she went to be with him. And it, it was really hard for me at the time because I didn't know what I, I know now. In fact, he asked me to tell ask her if she would receive him and she did and then two weeks later boom she was gone and um, he reassured me that she was with him but I begged to see her one more time I begged him can I see her I need to see her I want to see her and um, so that was two years ago and there she was sitting next to me but she didn't notice me she was only looking at Jesus, and I don't think she was supposed to. I think it was just me 
having that prayer answered. And it was so amazing, so beautiful. And, and she did. She looked so beautiful. And it made me think of when, in the Word, Jesus wasn't recognizable by the disciples. And he had to show... Um, he, he had to show... I can't think of his name right now. The holes in his hands. Thomas. And um, so I I saw her in like a different form. And just, uh, yeah, too, too beautiful to be human. Something happens. Something happens when you go there. I don't know. Anyway, and of course, Jesus was extremely beautiful as well. And so then um, he started, um, like, talking to all of us about our assignment, the other people that were at the table. And as I said, it was sparse. And he was sad about that, that many people weren't there. And he had been telling me to tell that he's coming and we're not ready. And he was grieving that so many would miss it miss him because we weren't ready. I wasn't ready. I was just messing around. I wasn't doing what he told me to do. He told me I wasn't going to make it. And he was warning me. And so when I got there, I was excited to be there. I am writing a book with more detail and and, um, fulfilling the assignment that he gave me, which is to tell you that he's coming. But to finish the story, um, he said that, you know, he, he was actually reminiscing with all of us and we were sharing things by thought that we went through to get to where we are. And I felt like, you know, I got to that door <laughs> that was mentioned in um, when he told about the five foolish virgins. And so anyway, we were all encouraged and reminded of our assignment and that he would be there to help us and um, that was it. Then it was over. Oh, actually he said um, that our names, our stories would be in the book of life. So it made me think like it would be like the Bible we have. And this is a book of life, those who made it and what they went through to get there. And so, um, and then we were encouraged and loved and and made felt like we were important to him. And he was happy that we were pressing in to be a part of his life and do for him. And so anyway, then... Um, my husband opened the door to my office and I was sitting there and that was that. It was over. And so, yeah, it started out as a dream and then I was there. He took me to heaven. I don't even remember if I worshiped that morning. Usually I get on the floor and I worship. Um, I don't know what happened. So I went to heaven and um, I have a book happening, and um, 
I'm going to be telling you more about mirroring Jesus in the banquet table. But for today, I hope that you appreciate my story. I hope that it encourages you. I guess there is something I need to say is um, I had one in, in growing up, um, it was rough. I had a lot of rejection. And of course, you know, um, the enemy is the culprit. And so when I, when I was there, and as I started writing in my book, all of a sudden, I just felt like, um, like it was a Cinderella story and that I got healed there, like sitting there with Jesus. He took all that pain and discomfort away. And then also my little sister always thought of her as Cinderella and as I said, we had a rough upbringing. And um, her name actually is Cindy. Cynthia is her name. And now I, I'm so comforted. I'm not going to cry. But I am so comforted that she's there and she's so happy. And she's so in love with Jesus. And she's so beautiful. And she was beautiful here too. But the happiness that I saw in her, the joy. And even though she didn't see me, I got to see her. And so it was amazing. And I just want to encourage you to get that relationship with Jesus. So, you know, you can have something special like happened to me. He's going to encourage you any way he can. You know, like first he was kind of hard on me, but I asked him to correct me and telling me that I wasn't going to make it if I didn't make some changes. But then he rewarded me by taking me there. He encouraged me. And when you get to know him, he's going to do that for you as well. He is. And you're going to fall in love with him. He's amazing. And all he's trying to do is get you there. <laughs> and we'll talk more about that tomorrow. Thank you so much.